Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, a real estate investment program. Listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family. We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name's Mike Harrison, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. It's my absolute privilege to be joining you today, and I appreciate you tuning in. Today, I have a guest on the show who is a Lifestyles Unlimited member and a single-family mentor from the Houston office, Sorrell Warren. And for the next hour, we're going to review just how Sorrell was able to real estate retire himself in just a very short amount of time. In fact, I would say possibly a shorter amount of time than Sorrell had envisioned when he started down this path. Hello, Sorrell. I really appreciate you joining us today. Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on your show today. Absolutely. Sorrell, as we unpeel this show, if you could share a little bit of background about yourself. Absolutely. Be happy. Happy to. First, I want to tell you that uh, not only my real estate retired as we speak today, I'm living the lifestyle. I flew into Cancun, this area over to Isla Mujeres, and as I'm talking to you, I'm sitting in my Airbnb, looking out across my pool to the ocean, having this conversation today. Get out! I love it. How fantastic! <laughs> there is nothing better. You're killing me because that's my sweet spot. Is um, the beach, the Caribbean, any of that stuff? So fantastic! Absolutely. I hope you got a cold. Uh, a cold refreshment nearby, too. <laughs> well, you know, I don't drink, so I have to get my thrills in other ways. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. But uh, nothing like a little salt breeze in the air to <laughs> really just uh, calm the senses and, and relax the soul. So, wow, right. I'm happy for you. I'll, we should both be down there doing the show. From uh, Absolutely. Excellent. Well, that's uh, that's great. That might be the best intro to any show I've, I've ever had. Um, thanks. So, Sorrell, as as we move forward, you had a retirement plan before Lifestyles, and I do want to get into exactly what you did when you found real estate investing, but you've always struck me as the, the kind of man that just doesn't wing it as he goes through life. Essentially, you strike me as the gentleman that you want to know where you're going before you turn the key in the ignition to the car. So why don't you tell us what your plan was to retire prior to real estate investing? Well, Mike, I'm glad you see it that way, because that's that's what I've been working to do for the last probably 20 years. But previous to that, I was the guy who kind of winged it. I was in outside sales for a long time, and that's, you know, a straight commission or salary plus commission, lots of up and down income. And I did wing it a lot during those years. And um, and then I had a big slap in the face uh, the month before 9-11. I left a good job to go to what I thought was a better job and turned out not to be. And then 9-11 hit during my little period of unemployment and my struggle for the next couple of years. And mm. I did not file bankruptcy, but I pretty much you know, had to get rid of everything. I had a, pretty much a negative net worth or zero net worth. It was negative because I didn't have a lot of debt. But um, So I started over again and uh, just saving a lot in general, saving in my retirement. I got a, finally took about a year and a half, and I got a good job, which I worked there for the next 14 years. 
And uh, I was investing heavily in the 401k and the IRA because that's all I knew. And as I kind of rose up the corporate ladder, I eventually became a vice president at this company. And as I rose up the corporate ladder, I kept hitting roadblocks uh, to my retirement because the only thing I knew was what everybody's taught about 401ks and IRAs. Yeah, and so the the government would not let me um, at some point would not let me invest in a Roth IRA because I made too much money, and I was heavily investing in my four hundred one k. and They they said I as a as a highly compensated employee, I can only contribute the company average. Yeah, so by that run time, into I was that fifty. Yes, I was over fifty, and um, I was trying to do the maximum fifteen percent plus the over fifty contribution, and they cut that back to eight percent. And then the next year, they even though I was doing eight percent, the company average had dropped. So they gave me back a check for twenty three hundred dollars that I mm. contributed, and of course took the taxes out of that. Right. And so I kept running into these roadblocks, and and um, but then I was in my mid fifties, and I thought I was going to work till I was seventy years old and save, 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 and hopefully retire with you know the traditional income from your retirement plans. What ultimately moved you to look um, look for something different? Okay, I was a talk radio junkie like you know many of our members, and I got in the car to go to lunch one day, frustrated with my retirement situation, and I hear one of the Lifestyles radio programs. Uh, this is 2013, and just everything made sense. And so I was actually headed to lunch to a restaurant to sit down and have lunch, and I actually just changed and went over to a fast food place and picked up some food and went to a bar and listened to the, the entire show that day. And... So within a week, I was at a free workshop at Lifestyles Unlimited in Houston, and that night I joined at the first level, meeting with Dell, uh, sometime that same month, and joined at the uh, the challenge level, one of the upper membership levels for single family homes, and uh, so that all happened in within a, you know less than a month, probably in just a few weeks, and because I, I could see a different pattern, and I was wow. ready to go with it. Uh, yeah, I totally understood it. I believed in it. I wasn't skeptical, uh, but my biggest problem is when I was recovering from my bad financial situation, I had become a Dave Ramsey fan, and right. I was in the mindset of paying off my, my personal residence. I was I had a 15-year loan. I was one year into a brand-new house, and I was going to pay it off in six and a half years, and then I was going to save money toward uh, buying my first single-family rental in cash, the way Dave Ramsey suggested doing it. And uh, so when I got to Lifestyles, I was... Um, hesitant to to use leverage and go into debt with the mortgages on the rental properties. I had that and same so that thought. A, I get it. That's yeah. a that's a practical conservative thought, and and I think a lot of our listeners have that same thought. Is you're geared? Don't borrow. Don't borrow. Don't borrow. And then you come to a free workshop and you join a program where they're telling you borrow, borrow, borrow. So yeah, I'm I'm right there. I didn't mean to jump in, but just wanted to add that a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And so it, 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 I had to actually make a couple of spreadsheets because when I first joined, um, what we teach now and what was what was the goal, what the goal is for most members was you know, is to you know financial freedom and get to your retirement goal. And I initially looked at it a little bit differently that I was going to continue working. I did love my job, and I was going to continue working until I was seventy years old. I was fifty-five or so at the time, and and I was just looking to have some real estate as supplements to my my other types of retirement income, the 401ks and things. And so um, I had to make a spreadsheet. And looking at the Dave Ramsey way, this is in late 2013. 
I would have paid off my single family home, my personal residence, I guess you should say. I would have paid that off in um, November of 2019, so about two years ago. Yeah, mapped with out. The, we had it mapped out to the month almost. And then with, um, with, with eliminating the principal interest on the mortgage and the other money I've been saving towards paying off debts and doing everything else, uh, I would have had about three to $4,000 a month. I had the exact number on the spreadsheet, but but uh, to save to buy that first in the Houston market back in that time, about a hundred thousand dollar rental property in cash, and uh, I would have had one property in uh, spring of 2022, and I would still be working. So I would have had wow. one property with about an eight hundred dollar cash flow about six months from today. So yeah, it's and, not even here yet, but you had it. You had it on your here. map. On the map. So then I made a spreadsheet with the money that I had invested, stop paying off my mortgage, stop paying extra on my mortgage, and using that and the money that I was uh, paying toward the mortgage, and using uh, made another spreadsheet following uh, the lifestyles model. And I estimated I was going to be retired in probably four and a half to five years, actually replacing my income and retiring. And so that's when I decided to go all in with real estate investing. And I was able to achieve that goal in three and a half years rather than four and a half years. Woo! Quick. So that's interesting. So you had, uh, we'll call it Map A, Dave Ramsey, pay everything off, and then save enough to pay cash for your first rental home, which would have been in 2022. And as I look at the calendar, it's 2021. But you were forward-thinking enough and forward-planning enough that, okay, here's the Dave Ramsey plan. Here's how much my income would be. Here's what I can do. And then you made a, I guess we'll call it spreadsheet B, a comparison using Dell Walmsley's Lifestyles Unlimited plan. And that's what convinced you to correct. move forward. Is that correct? Correct. Because I was, I, I was a little slow to get started with the debt issue. And so I, uh, it took me a couple of months. And then when I, when I saw the numbers in black and white, it was easy for me to decide to, to model. Wow. That's beautiful. And the Dave Ramsey plan had you working until 70, and Dale got you retired in three and a half years. Right. It was about 15, 13 13 to 15 years versus ended up being three and a half years. Wow. That's that's incredible. Were you shocked as you started going down this real estate investment path at the speed at which the passive income came in? Absolutely, because uh, one one of the things I I was fortunate enough to do is when the government stopped letting me contribute the max to my four hundred one k, I started contributing. I just started saving in still in fidelity, still in stocks and mutual funds um, because that's all I knew at the time. But yeah. I was fortunate to have a, a pile of money sitting there, so so I was able to buy four properties in my first I think fourteen months, and. Uh, and then I bought a few more, and then I went into uh, uh, passive investing about two years into it. Well, Sorrell, so, uh, I'm going to hold you up there, but that's outstanding. You took Dell's advice, you put it on paper, you followed it, and you retired yourself in three and a half years. What a great story. My name is Mike Harrison. We'll be right back with the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. I was at a seminar one time, and a guy... We're sitting up there and he was saying, what you really need is you need the young, aggressive entrepreneur people to go out there and take that money and invest it with them. I walked up to the front of the stage and I said, hey, I'm that guy you're talking about that should be mentoring these people on how to do this. 
The guy goes, sir, we don't allow solicitation. And I said, no, 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 you don't understand. I'm here to tell you I'm exactly the guy you were telling them to look for. And I'm willing to help them for nothing. And the guy goes, if you don't stop soliciting, I'm going to have to have security come and get you. And I said, I can see you're a scam. I'll just leave. Everything I said had gone through the intercom. So I walked out of the seminar room and 200 people followed me. And that's how Lifestyles are started. Are you ready to get up and follow Dale? Join us today at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show will change your life. We will teach you how to create wealth and passive income so you can be financially free. And now, back to your host. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show, where, as always, we're working on your financial freedom. My name's Mike Harrison. My guest on the show is Sorrell Warren, and he's a very experienced and accomplished real estate investor and single family mentor with Lifestyles Unlimited in the Houston area. Sorrell, I want to ask you this, um, what you're able to accomplish, the fact that you wrote it on paper and you said, okay, this is going to work. But what you did was you put your net worth to work for you. And that whole idea, that's a concept that, that I dedicate my life to today, quite honestly, but it's a concept that I had never even heard of. And, and I call it R-O-N-W or return on net worth. R-O-N-W is an acronym for return on net worth. But it's it's so completely different from what you and I grew up with or and what we were taught and, and what we tried to do in corporate America about saving a net worth and then living off of that net worth when we retired, depleting it. Give us some thoughts on your end of that return on net worth. Well, that was startling because at the very beginning of the first day of the two-day training, they ask you to tell you how to uh, to calculate the return on net worth, and mine was zero. I because I, I I did have some some uh, investments, but and but they were going uh, they were they were growing, but they were primarily growing from my monthly contributions into my retirement accounts, not from you know actual growth or or um, Appreciation. Oh, we're going from appreciation, but not from interest. I have you want to word that. Yeah. And so my return on net worth was pretty much zero. Yeah, point zero 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 something. I'm sure because yes. I added up the little bit of gain from the 401k in the previous year, those kind of things. But, and so then when I bought my very first rent property, this was in uh, 2013, and. I got back. You know, cash flows are different. This was nine years ago. Cash flows are different today, but. Um, but I, it was $520, and when I got my first rent check and paid my mortgage out of that, uh, I had $520 left in my pocket. And I was still saving it to reinvest it, but anything I'd done toward my retirement prior to that had never put a single dollar in my pocket. It was yeah. on paper, and that was eye-opening. That was you know, stunning to me, and, and so I quickly went out and bought a second one. Actually, I bought two and three at the same time, and then I bought number four all within about 14 months. Because it's a strange feeling in my pocket. It was. It it's it's really bizarre because not only did you get paid, but everything 
that needs to be paid, that month is paid. I mean, the taxes are paid, the insurance is paid, the mortgage was paid, uh, the resident's happy, everything's flowing along, and it's it's surreal in a, in a weird way. And you're like, wait a second, we just, I had some properties that were paying um, in their prime over $600 a month, and it's, it, it's hard... I don't want to say it's hard to get used to. I mean, I think people out there would laugh at us like, oh, it's hard to get used to getting 500 extra a month. But it's <laughs> it's so weird after 30 years of IRA 401k. You're like, wait a second, what am I supposed to do with this? You know, put it in. Right. I mean, so, yeah, it's it's pretty neat. Um, Sorrell, in your portfolio, I was looking at it, and you've got some really excellent examples of what I like to term – second generation or third generation wealth and, and I don't mean that your you know your dad had money and your grandfather had money in your third generation wealth what I mean by that is if we look at our our real estate assets uh, if you will for a weird analogy to you know their children right okay so I've got this asset is kind of a child of mine that's first generation but then that asset is able to push off enough capital to go buy another asset. So that becomes second generation. And you've got some of that in, in your portfolio. Talk to us about that for a moment. Yeah, absolutely. Because when I bought my first four houses that first year, uh, not only did they have immediate cash flow, but they had equity capture in them at the same time. As I was continuing to buy houses, uh, I bought my, my I've had a total of probably 12 houses. I've bought, I've sold some got to the point where my the cash out refis, I was doing cash out refis on some of my properties, and that money enabled me to buy another property. And so I did not come out of pocket to buy that. And I've done that on at least one house. It is absolutely the third generation. So the initial investment I put down for less than $20,000 in 2013 has turned into two additional properties. Fantastic. And the original property is still paying you monthly at the same time. So you go from one to three monthly checks. Correct. Absolutely. And the same thing has happened in multifamily. I've had um, three of my six multifamily properties, uh, one sold. I think I'm at seven, I guess. so. Anyway, but uh, some of those have um, sold. One of those have sold, and then uh, two of them have done cash-out refis, and that money has also bought additional multifamily properties. So for you listeners out there, really in a nutshell is is what we're saying is we put money into a deal and then at some point that deal it, and we'll take the um, the passive income the apartment community example um, that Sorrell just spoke of so we put money in a deal and then at some point a couple years later that there there might be a refinance for instance which is very common and then we get uh, a bunch of our money back many times a hundred percent many times greater than a hundred percent. But you don't just go spend that money. You put it yet. You put it into another deal, and you still have that original deal. And now you both of them are paying you monthly. So it's a it's a neat concept, and I, I love to think of that initial investment, then pushing off to a second investment. So we call that second generation wealth, and then that one pushes off into third generation. And, and Sorrell, you were saying that one of them enabled you to buy buy two more. So um, it's even generating quicker. Exactly. So how many times as a real estate investor did you make less the year after? And, and by that, I mean, did you make, uh, did you ever have a down year? 
so to speak? Uh, no, my real estate income starting in uh, 2014, my real estate income has gone up every single year. And in a couple of years, it's gone up substantially because I was able to buy uh, you know, a couple of different multifamilies that started paying. Uh, and so it's gone up every single year. What an amazing concept, too. The, you're sitting on a beach in uh, down in Cozumel, essentially, on an island off of Cozumel, and you're telling me that your income and your net worth continues to go up every year? Absolutely. Yeah, I retired from my W-2 job in 2016. And uh, when I got, I didn't, I didn't actually replace my total income because uh, I, as a highly compensated employee, I was paying a lot of taxes because the only tax deduction I had prior to getting into real estate was just the interest on my mortgage. And so I was paying a lot of taxes and I was saving a lot of money to invest. And so I got to the point where I replaced what, not even net income, what what, my, what I needed to to pay my bills and to travel and to have fun. That's yeah. when I decided I could retire. It wasn't even quite my net income, but it was more than I needed. And at that point, the real estate investing continues uh, with the money that's already in there. I'm not coming out of pocket to continue to invest in real estate. So, Sorrell, you accomplished your goal. You retired with real estate. And now you find yourself as an actual real estate mentor, helping people just like myself make good decisions within their real estate investing portfolio. How did that come about? How did it come about that uh, you became a mentor there out of our Houston office? Sure, uh, Mike, let me tell you that. But let, let me just echo something you just said. If anyone is listening to the program today, they've taken the time to listen to it. Real estate investing is for them. They, they already have that curiosity. So I will tell everyone to immediately get into the free workshop. And at that point, it may not be for you, but if you're listening to the podcast or the radio, get to the workshop. And yeah. that can be eye-opening and life-changing right there. And then, you know, take action from that point. But but don't hesitate. You said you, you took you two years to get there. It, it took me less than 10 days to get to the free workshop. Ah, you saw it, and I was just... Uh... I, I, the good life got in the way of my great life, Sorrel. I'll tell exactly. you, there's, there's nothing Absolutely. truer. Things were going well, and um, I liked the podcast. And, and then finally, yeah. you know what it, it took for me? One of my clients is down on the bottom floor in Dallas-Fort Worth, and I was down there making a sales call. They're on the very bottom level, I guess the basement level. And as I'm coming up the stairs, I kind of look back over my shoulder, and I saw the Lifestyles Unlimited office, and it was almost like, Devil on one shoulder, angel on the other. And right. I think they were both saying the same thing. Is like, you knucklehead, if you don't go up those stairs now, you're never going to do it. Yeah. And so, yeah. And I, I, my frustration level is what drove me to do it so quickly. Yeah, you had had enough. Uh, you were sick and tired of being sick and tired. That's a good Dave exactly. Ramsey term. Excellent. Yeah. So as the, as the mentoring came about, uh, so I was able to retire, and I was uh, traveling a lot, and I was retired for about 17 months, I believe. And uh, and Dell teaches at the very beginning uh, when you are successful, you know people went before you and sent back the map. So when you become successful, give back. So first, I had an opportunity to work in member services, and I did that for a few months and thoroughly enjoyed that. And then the opportunity came to be a mentor, and I would literally would not have been able to do this on my own. And not only that, I was so busy where I was working lots of hours, I would not have been able to do it probably as successfully or as quickly had I not upgraded my membership to the level that includes mentoring and includes uh, realtors and 
those you know small things that those bands level includes, and which is the reason I joined at that level. But when I saw what that did for me, and I got the opportunity to do it, I was quick to to do that. I absolutely love working with people who come in. They're they have the deer in the headlight look. They don't know where to get started. They don't know what to do. And we tell everybody, you know, you paid for the membership. You paid for mentoring. Use the mentoring. And it's kind of funny sometimes people will call me and say, I hate to bother you. I'm sorry to bother you. You can't bother me enough. Yeah. Property, you may remember your first property. I was calling the mentor all the time. And so I want people to call me as much as they need to. And more experience, they're going to probably need me less on the second call, probably a little less on the third, less on the third house. And after that, I'll, I don't talk to them at all. I bump into them, and now they've gone from two houses to seven houses very quickly. Those What we do is we hold their hands. We walk with them step by step, and, and we show them you know, not only what they need to do, what they should do, but we also kind of get a little bit stern and tell them what not to do. And, uh, and, and Lynn Murrow, the executive VP, uses the phrase that you know, mentors tell you not what you want to hear, but sometimes what you need. Those are all great points, and I'm glad you said the point about using your mentor. I, I feel a lot of people, just like you said, they say, I don't want to bother you. And then the other point you brought up it was that first house really is the most difficult. It, it was for me. So do you feel that how many houses does it take for someone really starts feeling feeling their oats, so to speak, and kind of you teach them how to walk, and then they're walking on their own, and then they're running? Two or three, and and like I say, sometimes I never hear back from them at all. And sometimes I have members on their five, fifth and sixth and seventh house, and they're calling me, and and they'll say, "I think I know the answer, but I just want to get your blessing on it." And and, and, and it's not that I'm blessing the house or blessing anything, but I'm just they know what to do. They've done the education. They've bought multiple houses, and they just want to. And this is kind of a maybe a new step, something crucial, something tricky. And, uh, and and usually by that time, you know, whatever they're looking at, they're, they're exactly on point. And, but they just want that reassurance. Uh, some of the funniest calls I get, and I have a couple of couples that I know really well, and they call me because they're both educated. They both, you know, the, the, the couple has bought multiple properties, but they're in a little bit of a disagreement. And, uh, and they'll call in, and one, one couple says, I'm calling in for you to referee. And, uh, and it's so funny that they're on the conference call and I can pick one of the two sides. You know, the, the lifestyle's model. It's not me. It's the lifestyle's model. It's where I've been yeah. trained. And, uh, and, uh, and then it's kind of funny, the little debate and the reaction they're having when whoever's the winner, so to speak, in that little discussion. You know, the big picture of that, Sorrell, the beauty of it, and it's something I've experienced um, in my own marriage. My wife is definitely my partner in every way, but she was very hesitant about this whole real estate investing. And and it wasn't that she didn't trust me. It's the simple fact that it was different than both Mm -hmm. how she grew up, how I grew up, how we were trained. And suddenly we're pulling money out of the the end-all be-all of retirement and, and putting it into real estate. But we fast forward three years later, four years later, five years later, She's fully engaged. We discuss real estate, I, I believe, on a daily basis. I mean, deals come across now mm-hmm. when we passively invest. She's throwing questions at me and then asking questions or sitting in on a webinar when a lead is presenting the webinar. But the beauty, the big picture, you, you're describing how you're refereeing for a husband and wife or two uh, two individuals that are together. Um they're involved. We're involved in our retirement. I, I never had 
I never had a 401k discussion with my wife. I never got a statement in the mail and said, ooh, babe, let's open that over a bottle of wine and talk about how our 401k <laughs> performed. It just doesn't happen. But right. I'll, I'll tell you this, when there's a, a refinance event, that's uh, a celebration. That's a that's Absolutely. a dinner out for us. That's a, a a bottle of champagne. That's a that's an opportunity for us to go out and celebrate. So we are involved in a retirement, and, and that may be one of the most understated um, benefits of being involved in a community of real estate in, investors like Lifestyles Unlimited. I think it brings people closer. Most definitely, there's that quite a bit. Brings people closer together and in, in that they're involved in the retirement. And I wanted to change gears just briefly, mm-hmm. but the, uh, there's another group of, of folks, and, and I get a ton of email traffic from this, and I'm, I'm sure the same is on your end as, as far as the mentorship. It's those folks that are in their mid-50s, and they've come to the workshop, they've joined Lifestyles Unlimited, they know that it's it's not a want, it's a need for them now to create passive income. They've seen, they can see the end of the tunnel where this is going, and they realize they need to create passive income, yet they're so very hesitant of breaking into that IRA or 401k because they simply can't get over the taxes or the penalties because they tell themselves in six years, seven years, eight years, I'm going to be able to grab these funds without penalty. What advice would you offer these folks? The biggest thing on that is people consider the traditional retirement plans, the 401k and the IRAs, safe, and they view real estate as risky. In my opinion, it's exactly the opposite. Like I said, I recovered in 2002 or so and was heavily investing in retirement and lost it. I didn't lose it because I didn't pull it out, but it dropped a lot in the crash of 08 and 09. And so my, my investments dropped 40% or whatever it was. And it took me three or four years to ride it back up to where it just where it was normal again before it started growing. That doesn't happen in real estate. I mean, I'm living in Houston. We're the oil and gas place. And, and so all, as, you know, a lot of real, you know, prior to this, you know, the price of real estate was heavily affected by the price of American oil. But um, my income didn't go down. I, yeah, I still got my cash flow. I was still doing cash out refis during some of the, the oil busts. Uh, not busts, but the oil downturns. I guess You'll make all back. that money back. And Sorrell, it's amazing how fast mm-hmm. an hour goes by. I just want to thank you so much for taking the time and sharing your advice and your story with us. If you have any questions at all, reach out to me. Ask Mike at luinc.com. My friends, this is so fun. It's so rewarding what we do. And that's why we say it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. My name's Mike Harrison. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. Join us next time. And until then, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle.
information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.